The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 15. God, that sounds so weird. Episode 15 of Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm Jason Matheson. I'm Colin Matheson. Doesn't that seem weird? I can't believe there's been 15. When you sent me the email, Colin, you know, Colin produces uh, produced the next episode, which will be next week's. So Colin sent me an email, and it said episode 15, and I went, what? Like, really? Anyway, we're thrilled that you're here. Again, I always I can't say thank you enough. We can't say thank you enough. The great responses, um, all the follows on Instagram. Make sure you check us out there. Uh, Two Fairy Godfathers. We just we really, really, really appreciate the love. And don't forget, we're on Spotify too. We get a lot of questions about. We're on Spotify too, and Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Anyway, hope you guys are having a really good week. Mondays are for fairies, and we have a brand. uh, We have a kind of a special episode this week that I'm a little excited about. Here we go. Today's uh, episode is all about updates. There's uh, kind of WDW news. We don't always do what we call topical shows. We may be doing more in the future, but I told Colin, I, I think we needed to do this because my goodness, I, you know, I have a radio show normally in Minneapolis, St. Paul and a TV show. So I see the news, you know, I have to keep up with everything. And there's just been a lot of news about Walt Disney World. Every day, I feel like there's something. Yeah, it's been a big week for them. It's going to be, and, and I feel like this is going to be the way that it is. I think we are now on the bot. I think we're at the top of the roller coaster. Yes, I think they're they're hitting their zenith, and it is just going to keep booming. For the next two years, through the 50th, don't you think? And beyond. Yeah. I think they are just now hitting their groove with the parks of what works, what people want. And it's working, and they're going to just blow it out of the water. I saw a headline on CNBC, uh, I think this morning, I was flipping around, and revenue is like through the roof through at the, the roof. parks. Yeah. At the parks. Yeah, at the shareholders meeting there. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. It was just, and we see it. I mean, you, I, I know Colin and I have been going for about seven years um, uh, on a, on a reg, with some regularity, and I have seen... It's anecdotal, but we have seen an increase in attendance just with our own eyes. I mean, just from our experiences. Yes, dramatically. Uh, like Just from seven years ago. Uh, Yeah. We used to be able to go at the beginning of December and have like 10-minute waits. Remember, we went at, um, uh, I think it was in December, first week of December, we brought Colin's mom. And we had a crazy night where we kept going back on Tower of Terror like repeatedly. You probably couldn't do that anymore yeah. unless you got like... If you're there January 7th. So we're going to go through all the updates and kind of give you our opinion on all of this. Uh, first up, the Skyliner. You've been hearing a lot about the Skyliner. They've unwrapped. Uh, they've shown the design now of the Skyliners, some of the, the the different designs. And we now know more, a little bit more about the Skyliner. First, if you don't know, it is a gondola-style system that connects the Riviera, the soon-to-be Riviera Resort, uh, Caribbean Beach, Art of Animation, Pop Century, and of course it connects all of those resorts to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So what we know is, this is kind of some of the information we've learned, in the whole fleet, there's about 300 cars. Um, it, it, 300 cars, each ride, from what we understand, is going to take anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes. It's going to be, uh, it's going to kind of work like a ski lift. I guess. I don't know. I've never okay. been on a ski lift. 
I'll let you finish. I have a question. Okay. It's it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be continuous loading like a ski lift. So I, I guess that's how a ski lift works. Kalyuski. I don't. I can't. I can't ski. <laughs> yeah, it'll just slow down. I'm guessing as you come to the loading zone. Yeah. Everyone else will keep moving. It's just as you approach, your individual car will probably slow down so you can get out. And then the next people can get on, but it doesn't stop, and because that would take forever. Well, they will stop for wheelchairs. Well, they yeah, did say they're going to have to do for that. But other but... than that, it goes about eleven miles per hour. So that's I'm thinking, okay, that's a good little, that's a good little gallop. I yeah, mean, it's faster than I thought it was going to go. People wanted air conditioning in the gondolas in the Skyliner. Er, no AC, which I am. That is the number I'm excited about this, but it's also my number one kind of really. Really, Phil? Yeah, I would think you're in a little glass box up in the sun and then in Orlando, Orlando. In Orlando heat. It's going to get hot and smelly in there. It's uh, really okay. So, what's your question? Well, hopefully, there's a cross breeze in there. Well, you know? I was going to say they did announce there is cross vents. Yeah, but if there's no wind, I mean, cross vents and then uh, reflective glass to so keep the sun, the to heat keep out. The sun yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. So you have so you, you have said a question, it's Tom? a 15 minute ride. Where five is- to 15 minutes? Okay. So. 15 minutes would be from Hollywood Studios to Epcot? I guess, girl. I don't know. Because my question is the route. Like, do you have to go to the other resorts first? And then there is no direct. There's to, no express lane? Yeah, there's no direct route uh-uh. to Epcot. So I'm wondering, is it 15 minutes and I have to sit through yeah. all of these? I think if you go from park to park, yeah, yeah. I think so. Because think about it. If you're going. But it, it is one continuous ride. I don't have to like get off and switch. I don't. I did not get that impression. Okay. I, from what from all the videos. Because the map always looks a little confusing. It does look. Yeah. Because it goes up and then over to like um, Pop Century and Art of Animation. And then it, it splits there. And then it goes north, it looks like, to Caribbean Beach and Riviera. And then it goes back. Um, what would that be? West? I'm not sure. Yeah. To Epcot. I could have my directions all wrong. I'm I know. Sure. I have horrible directional sense. I'm I just always... looking at the map and saying up is north, and then I realize, well, that's not necessarily true. No. <laughs> I always have to think of where California is when I try to figure out where north, east, south, Oh, I do the same thing. Is. Do but... you do the same? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then I just realized looking at a map up on a up on the map doesn't necessarily mean that that's no. north, which I don't think it is now that I think about it. No. But uh, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, five to 15 minutes is from what I understand. Okay. I've watched several things. Hey, that's not bad. I mean, that's what we... The boats take 30 minutes uh, to go from... The friendship Hol- boats? Yeah, to go from Hollywood to Epcot. So yeah. 15 on a Skyliner? Yeah. I'll, I'll do that. That's about what our walk is. We call it the walk. We've covered it in other episodes where we walk from like Epcot to... Yeah, we got long legs, though. I know. I get yelled we, at when we, Colin <laughs> we does, people with oh, us. Yeah. I have... Colin's gate is like sea biscuit. Ain't nobody got time to waste on a walk. Yeah, but girl, Colin, sometimes his mama is like... 80 paces back. You know, Mama she Haas has... Going. She'll catch up. Mama Haas has little bitty, little little legs. And Colin is like... <sighs> I sometimes say, Colin? And he'll turn around like, what? I'm like, uh, girl, you have like sea biscuit legs. Like, Calm down. We'll, we'll be there soon. Anyway, so the Skyliner. There's your update with that. Next, I saw a lot of headlines about this, and I thought it was a rumor. Then I thought it was way in the future, but it's not. The Beauty and the Beast themed little bit bar that's opening in the Grand Floridian. It's taking over Meisner's. I remember reading about this and thought, no, this can't be true because there's, no- true! there's nothing themed, like Disney themed at the Grand Floridian like that. Well, girl, it's going to be like classy lassie. Yeah, I'll say it's going to be, you're going to 
have to look for the Beauty and the Beast theming. I think it's, it's gonna just be, gonna be a classy library. It's that, that's exa- I was just gonna say it's gonna be library themed, and it'll be, have subtle, subtle touches to Beauty and the Beast. I'm sure there'll be like a Lumiere maybe on the shelves yeah. or something, or a Cogsworth clock somewhere. Yeah, but yeah. there won't be you know Bell won't be around singing or anything. It'll yeah, just be, it's it is the Grand Floridian again. We've covered it before. We stayed there. We stayed at the Grand um, for Christmas. Not our jam. I mean, look, it's, there's no denying it's grand and beautiful, but it's just not our style. Yeah, it's yeah. a little, little frou frou for me. Yeah, I mean, but we we the next time we go, we need to explore a little bit more. I maybe we would like their pool a little bit more, but yeah, it just wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't my wasn't my cup of tea, so to speak. So anyway, the Beating the Beast Lounge. No ex, uh, no date I could find. For the opening, but that's coming to Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. Uh, Riviera Resort, I mentioned this earlier, Riviera is going to be on the Skyliner route. Riviera is one of the newest. Again, they are opening, and they have plans. Our friend James just sent us plans at the Star Wars Hotel. They're opening so many more resorts. And they went through a period of like 15 years without really opening a new resort. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They are like booming now because, yeah, we've got Star Wars will be coming eventually. Construction has started. I saw of like flight uh, aerial photos. Yeah, and then um, they're also testing um, the ground and doing a site test in Magic Kingdom area over by the old abandoned water park. Um, mm. And so they're going to put another resort in over there between Wilderness Lodge and the campgrounds. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, so the update on the Riviera is this. You can uh, you can book now. Res- you can start booking uh, December 16th, I guess, is the opening day or when they the first day they take reservations. And from what we understand, and I credit, hi, it's AJ. I credit AJ from Disney Food Blog. She said that there is a special offer for DVC members. So if you're listening and you're a DVC member, you're going to get a special booking offer at the Riviera. Um, AJ, by the way, I should say, if you want visuals for all of this, she did a great video, and she has a lot. Um, she does because she covers for families. You know, we focus on adult stuff. She has a whole video on this. So, hi, it's AJ. Thanks, girl. We appreciate it. Couple things about the Riviera. One, when I was looking at it, there's a lot of different room types on there. Oh, really? So look around. I mean, like, and it's since it's going to be a DVC hotel, there's a lot of like villas, and so one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedroom villas. Oh, really? Yeah, that kind of thing that are going to be more like for apartment living, and if you're going to be there a longer time, and you're bringing a big group. But they also have studios, um, not like studios at the other properties that I've noticed. So, like, what do you mean? Um, for instance, we stay to um, DVC studio at the Poly a yeah. lot, and it's like a queen size bed with oh. the pull out and the fold down, you know, and it, you have a bed and everything. This, what I was looking at, looks very, very small. And there isn't, like, I don't think there's the two bathrooms. It doesn't have the pull-out bed, or it's just a pull-out bed, not uh, a queen bed and a pull-out. They're much smaller studio rooms. I love the the Polynesian has these pull-out beds with, like, the little mer- – ours always had, like, the little mermaid painted on the side. We put our friend Maddie in there, and Maddie's, like, a full-fledged adult, and it was always fun to see him curled up in, in the little wall bed. It was – I don't know. I love those. I love those studios at Poly. Yeah, they're, they're great. They're so good. Um, the other thing that the Riviera has got a lot of flack for is their theming. Really? So, yeah. People say it's supposed to be, like, a European hotel, but there's they say there's nothing really European about it. It's just, oh. it's, it looks like the branding and the marketing behind it is just kind of really vague and weakly pulling things together, which so I don't- So un-Disney-like to not, 
Well, it's besides like the architecture, which sure, I mean, it looks French Riviera, I guess. But beyond that, they're saying there's not a whole lot there that gives it a strong theme, like other properties on the resort, maybe. Oh, well, I I I got to tell you, and we'll stay there, obviously. I don't have a strong desire to go there. The theme doesn't really excite me. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll love it, but I, I just don't, as I'm sitting here, I'll go, but it's not a and theme. And it's nice that's... that it'll be attached to two parks by Skyliner, but again, I like being able to walk if I want, and I don't think there's a good way to walk to either park from the location, Okay, which kind of is a downer. Let's move to Animal Kingdom, Rivers of Light. Uh, getting a little bit of an update. This isn't a full-fledged update like a whole new show. This is their nighttime spectacular, if you don't know uh, what Rivers of Light is, if you're um, kind of new to, to Disney World. You're going to see these updates at the end of May. There's going to be some new songs, some new imagery. Some The imagery is going to come from like the Disney nature. They have a whole division called Disney nature. Uh, a lot of new images from that. Rivers of Light, you know, and we've covered this in another episode. Not really our favorite nighttime spectacular. I don't know. It's pretty, but I wouldn't like break my leg to to get there. Yeah. I mean, if you if again, happily ever after is where I mean that's that melts my butter. Illuminations, let's stick with nighttime. Let's go to Epcot though. Illuminations is ending. This makes me a little sad. But it's time to go though. I it, will say yes. that. It's just a nostalgic thing. You know, people are sad when anything goes. Yeah. I remember when the great movie ride closed. We were there that day. Yeah. We were there. We were at Hollywood Studios a day that the great movie ride ended, and people were, like, in mourning. Yeah. It was rain. Remember, it was raining that day, and we were at um, Big Surprise, Tune In Lounge. (laughs) Hey, Julie. Uh, We were at Tune In Lounge, and people were just freaking the blank out. Yeah. They had, like, memorial T-shirts on, and anyway... So Illuminations is ending September 30th. Now this is a, not confusing, but so they're going to be there's going to be a temporary show that's going to bridge the gap between Illuminations and whatever Epcot's going to eventually replace it with. It's called Epcot Forever. So Illuminations ends on September 30th. Epcot Forever uh, will begin on October 1st, and this is going to be featuring like classic uh, music from Epcot's beginning, middle, end. You'll hear the music, and you'll know exactly what music it's going to be in the show. Plus imagery from Epcot from over the years. And uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to this. Sounds yeah, pretty cool. I'm just surprised that they need a filler show. Like, they've known that they're going to end this show for well over a year. I'm surprised they wouldn't come up with a show to just immediately replace it with. Well, you know, I maybe what they're thinking is they want to release this for the 50th. Or or what's Epcot's thirty fifth or something? Yeah, we're in the thirty fifth now, I believe. Oh, I can't. Or last year, year, this year's thirty yeah. fifth. But I think maybe maybe they're waiting for the fiftieth anniversary for of Disney in twenty twenty one, or some new rides to open that they can include, depending on what the fireworks are going to be like. Yeah, you know, they're going to have the Ratatouille ride and the Galaxies, Galaxy, uh, uh, Guardians, Guardians, of, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and then the the whole gaming world that's opening near the front of the park. Epcot's going to be. When we get to 2021, Epcot's going to be a much different park. Than Unrecognizable. Totally. The whole entrance is, you guys have seen that. That uh, that update came out about a month ago. As we sit here, if we fast forward in a time machine, we're not going to recognize Epcot. Um, and Spaceship Earth is going to be closed soon for, for, for a refurb. It's going to be very different. Okay, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. I know we're only an adult-themed podcast, but just in case you have family listening, um, Mickey's not so scary. Halloween will not include a new fireworks show, which that would be cool. You know what? I might, we, we could do that. I would like, I mean, I always like a good fireworks show. I didn't know that they didn't have one before, but they have a new fireworks show. 
Uh, let's move to Toy Story Land. Let's go to Hollywood. They have already. This is what I, Colin was right at the beginning of this episode. They are just bloop 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 changing things. Toy Story Land is even a year old, and they're already adding stuff to it. This came out a couple weeks ago. Their first sit-down restaurant opening in Toy Story Land called tentatively the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Good idea. Yeah, again, I'm just surprised that they didn't have one when they opened the land to begin with. But I think it's going to do gangbusters. Like, it's going to be amazing. Uh, Yeah, and it's going to be near allegedly where Woody is when he greets you right at the front of the park. So between Woody and the Slinky Dog Dash right there on the right. Makes sense. That's one of the only spaces I think that there's any space because the backside butts up against Galaxy's Galaxy's Edge. Edge. Yeah, They, they needed this. And again, we cover this in an other episode. Colin and I tried the quick service version of this. I think, yeah, Woody's Lunchbox. Yeah, Woody's Lunchbox. That was really good. Yeah. I mean, WDW is really stepping up their food game in general, and they have over the past few years. But this that is a really good spot for quick service. Uh, this is another thing. Let's stay at Hollywood for a second. I am really excited. Colin and I are going um, to Disney in, a well, a week from tomorrow. And I'm really excited to see this. They have a new show, a new nighttime spectacular called The Wonderful World of Animation in Hollywood Studios. Have you seen the video? Yeah. Did you see the video for it? Yeah. Doesn't it look cool? It does. Yeah. It celebrates, well, it celebrates animation. It's kind of self-explanatory. Sleeping Beauty, Fox and the Hound, Pixar. And we were, I was watching from the Disney Parks blog on YouTube. I was watching... I always wondered, I, I would love to go to one of these after the park closes. The team kind of practicing these shows. I've always wanted to see that. And this video has it and how they align it with the Chinese theater, how they align it with the with the buildings, and they uh, time it with the music. All that stuff fascinates me. But it looks like a really good show. Do you know when this started? I don't know. I, think, I thought we saw this already. I don't think so. I thought that this plays before the Star Wars Nighttime Spectacular show. I think that's a salute to Hollywood. Oh, okay. We saw that. We were. Colin doesn't remember because I think we were a little drunk that day. I wasn't the only one that was drunk. Colin was drunker. Anyway, <laughs> um, no, that was the salute to Hollywood that you didn't really like. Okay. You thought it was lame. So this is a new one, and it won't replace the Star Wars one? It'll just be an addition to? I think an addition. I think they're still going to have the Star Wars one. I hope. I love that thing. Again, it's always better after a few cocktails, but it's still this. But this is the one that I'm most looking forward to out of all the changes as far as nighttime spectaculars. This is the one because I just think how obvious. Hello, you're Walt Disney. Why wouldn't you have a nighttime show projection based about animation? Uh, Staying in Hollywood for one more. Well, the last two. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad. Some news broke. They were going to open it fall of this year at Hollywood Studios. This is in the Chinese Theater, replacing the great uh, movie ride. But now they pushed it to the spring of 2020. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> little thing called Galaxy's Edge. I prob- they probably didn't want... They needed to save something for well, next year. two things. They probably invested all of their energy into getting Galaxy's Edge open first. Mm-hmm. And then... If marketing wise, it makes sense. If I can open a new ride six months later and get you to come back, why wouldn't I? Yeah, because 2020 is going to be an odd year. Again, I was watching a video from Hi AJ um, from Disney Food Blog. I hope you meet her one day. I do want to hear this, so you, she can like slap you for. I'm not making fun of her. I, I love know, her. But... I love. Hi, it's AJ from Disney's Food Blog from Disney Food Blog. I love her. She's cheerful. I anyway, know. I love that you want someone to slap me. That's I do. great. Oh, great. Um, anyway, so AJ was talking about, see, now you talked about slapping me and now I'm totally off 
what was it? Twenty twenty is an off year. Oh, twenty twenty is an off year because your people are going to be waiting for the fiftieth anniversary. The crowds for Galaxy's Edge will have calmed down a bit. But I, when AJ said that, I was like, okay, girl, I think the, I think twenty twenty is going to be just fine. Yeah. But she did make a point though. But she did make a point though. Some folks, some diehards, are going to wait. I mean, for the fiftieth anniversary. Well, yeah, especially if it's you're not like us, or you go every you know couple of weeks. If this is like a we go every five years or something, yeah, you're going to wait for the big stuff to open in twenty twenty one. And finally, Galaxy's Edge. A lot of news. The media got their first look at it. We didn't go. We're not on that list yet. Yeah, I know. We're getting on that list, girl. I'm determined. Anyway, they got their first look, and people said it's the most, bottom lining it, it's the most immersive thing Disney has ever, ever done. And I'm so excited. We're going to Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. In July. Yep. So we'll report back. Uh, we'll report back on that. So there we go. That's a lot of news, my friends. A lot of news for you. So there we go. That does it. Don't forget to find us on social media. Two Fairy Godfathers on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We have a different address on Twitter. Yeah, it's Two Fairy Godfather. That's right. Don't forget to follow us. Tell your friends if you're a Disney cast member. Spread the word. We love you, Disney cast members. We're here for you. We try to stick up for you whenever we can. When people are rude, we always say it. And don't forget, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podcast One every Monday. Have a magical week. Bye. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Find your perfect fall suit with Indochino. Customize every detail of their seasonal designs for a -a one-of-a-kind look at a great price. And get $50 off purchases of $399 or more at indochino.com. Promo code FALLUPDATE.